Um, okay, welcome everyone to tonight's Ove Torah slash Har HaLevanon, Daf Yomi Shiur. Tonight's Shiur is Daf Sadi Gimel, 93. We will be beginning with Daf Sadi Bet Amur Bet. The, the first word on the line is Ula Harav. Okay, let me just close the door. Hold on, let me just pause a second. I'll close the door so we'll have a peace. So, we had a case in the Mishnah of a guy who carries something out and he's carrying it like a messenger bag, we said Mark last night. And the messenger bag is is behind him. And it comes and it stays behind him. What's the halakha? We had said before that if it's, if it's behind the stage line, we want to claim that it was patur. Now I want to say, well, maybe it's a machloket tanaim. The tanya, we learned in the brighter, hamotzimaot bepundato upiyalamala. If a person carries money in his money belt with the opening facing up, which is the natural way to carry it, because the opening facing up prevents anything from falling out of it, then if an opening is hanging upside down and therefore it's easier to fall out I don't know why it doesn't all fall out but it's easier to fall out if we move around it could fall out then it's a machloket wouldn't you, got, wouldn't you fellows admit that if it was behind him and it stayed behind him, that you Because behind you is not a normal way to carry. You can't watch it so good. Right? So therefore, the same thing if it's upside down. Just like if it's behind you and staying behind you, you're doing it in an abnormal way. And, uh, and you chayav over there. So to here, when, you, when the, the mouth is facing down, should also be an abnormal way. You should be chayav. So why don't you agree to me that you have? The Chachamim told him, don't you agree to us? That if a guy carries it on the back of his hand, over here, or if a guy puts it on the, on the top of his foot, that he would be patur, so too here, when you have a money back upside down, it's patur. Amar Bida says, Ani Amarti Davarechat, I said something to you. And you guys said something to me. And therefore, I couldn't be able to answer you so good. And you couldn't answer me. That's the end of the brighter. So, brighter starts off with a machloket about upside down money bag. Each one brought a proof. Neither one was able to answer the other's proof, and therefore the, the, the thing stayed unresolved. Says the Gemara. From the fact that Yudas says, don't you agree with me that if it's behind you, it stays behind. Obviously, the Rabbanan don't agree. Now, if the Rabbanan don't agree, that means we have a machloket tanaim about something that stays behind you. Because the proof that he brought to himself, this rabbi, of Yudah, was, don't you, wouldn't you agree with me that if it's behind you and it stays behind, that you would be chayav? Now, they probably don't agree. 
So therefore, that's a machloket tanaim about this very case, which is our case. Uh, beautiful. Says but if you follow that reasoning, what about the flip side? When they, when the chachamim tell the the chachamim hold patur tell the biuda, wouldn't you agree with us that if you carry on the back of your hand, the back of your foot, the patur? Would mechla? You want to say the mechayev biuda? You want to say biuda doesn't? We would say chayav in that case. It can't be. Ratani went to the brayta laachar yado beraglod patur. I thought the biyakol is patur in that case. Therefore, it can't be. If you're going to claim that every time the guy says, wouldn't you agree with me? That means the other guy doesn't really agree. It doesn't work for the other way, so why should it work this way? Eli, rather nothing. If it's behind you and it stays behind you, everyone agrees. Okay? If it's on the back of your hand or on the back, top of your foot, everyone agrees. Okay? Keep What's the machlokin about? What are they? What are they focusing on? The pundato upialamala. If you have your money, but upside down. One rabbi holds it's similar to the case of behind you and stayed behind you. That's a biuda. He holds it similar to that case, and therefore it's chayav, which is a case that everyone agrees to. Or Other one says no. It's more similar to a case. Of on top of your hand, where everyone reads your patur. And the machlok is which one you compare it to. But there's no machlok about the original cases, and therefore, no, it's not a machlok tanim. Everyone agrees if it's behind, it stays behind you, chayav. Okay. Says the amru ha'isha. We said that all this is true with it, with uh, with messenger bags. But if she has a, a slip, that's how Mark and I explained it last night. Woman's wearing a slip, but she put something in the slip. And it moved back or front. That's normal because it always goes back and forth. Tana, we learned in the Brayta. Call be'emet halachahi. Whenever you see the Mishnah say the word be'emet amru, telling you that's the halacha, and everyone agrees. Interesting thing to put in your Gemara memory bank. It often comes in a Mishnah be'emet amru. It's not often, but it comes. You see, you see it around. And here we're learning that there's an actual significance that it means that the halacha follows that way. And we said, even male deliverers are when they carry them be front or behind them. Because the the people who carry the letters of the kings would always have the things hanging on their belt. It would be in the back of them. They didn't care. And therefore, these guys are always chayav. Okay. Baruch Hashem, we're up to the Mishnah on the bottom of Tzadi Bet Amud Bet. Says the Mishnah as follows. If you carry a loaf of bread to public property, from a, obviously from a private property, chayav, you chayav. But obviously. But we're assuming that the, obviously that the, the loaf of bread is big enough to be chayav on. It's got to be bigger than what? Fred, how big, how much? Go get it. Thank you. I got that math. Good. Thank you. That's bigger than a dried fig, and we're assuming that it is. But in this case, you might not be chayav. Welcome, Albert. Okay? If two guys carry out one loaf of bread, then... Piturim the patur. Because two guys are carrying one loaf. Lo yachol echad lo hotzi'o 
If one guy could not have carried it out, and then the two guys carried it out. So then, again, the case is like this. Everyone agrees. If, again, if, one, if two guys carry out one loaf of bread, is one thing. But what happens if two guys are carrying out one loaf of bread, but one guy would not be able to carry it? It's one of these big colleagues from, uh, I don't know what, from the Guinness Book of World Records or from the weddings. Even the wedding one, one guy can carry got to be a really big one that one guy can't carry. So then, in that situation, is a machloket. There, chayavim and mishmon poter. Mishmon says you're patur. Amar Bida. Rabbi Bida says the following. Says the Gemara. Amar Bida Amarav. Ve'amrila Amar Abaye. Ve'amrila Bevatita Tana. And some say, Abaye says it. And some say, it was a brighter. So the big machloket, who's saying this? It's either Rav or Abaya alone, or it's actually a Brita. Okay? And this is what it's saying. Zeachol v'zeachol. If both guys can carry it, Rabbi Meir mechayev. Rabbi Meir says, Yechayev. Rabbi Dar v'shimon, together, say Yepatur. Zeeno yachol v'zeeno yachol. If neither could carry it alone, Rabbi Shimon says Yipatur anyway. Right? Rabbi Shimon says Yipatur in both cases. Okay? If neither one, one guy can and one guy can't, everyone agrees Yichayav. So it's the same three rabbis every time. There's always one rabbi who says Yichayav, and then a rabbi is Rameer. Rameer says Yichayav in all three cases. Um, and the machloket in a couple of other cases, how it goes. Okay? Tanya Nam Yachri, we have a brighter that follows like this. Now, the brighter that's following like this is going to be very similar. Now, remember, we said that the first one might have been a brighter also. But this is a brighter that seems to tell us that, that this is the truth. Tanya Nam Yachri, Amotik, Kikar, Lashodabim, they carry a loaf of bread to Shodabim. Then, Chayav Yechayav. Two guys take it out. Remer mechayev always. So if one guy can't carry it out, and two guys kick it out, chayav mechayevim la patur. Rishimon poter. Rishimon says you patur in both cases. You patur. Okay. So that's just that's just affirming what we said before. Now the Gemara wants to know minahani mili. We are now four lines from the bottom of Daf. Excuse me, four lines from the bottom of Daf Sadi Bet Amur Bet. Says the Gemara as well. Minani Mili, where do we know it from? The Tanah, we learned the Brita from the following Pasuk. The Brita, now this is a Brita, Mishnaic statement, which is being quoting a Pasuk. The Pasuk says as follows. If you look on the side of the page and some of the Gemara they have it on the side, mine does not. Says the Gemara, it says, Ba'asota. Actually, I want to get the other Gemara that has it. Give me one second. I want you to hear the whole Pasuk because we're going to talk about this for a while. So the Pasuk says, When they do, you have to bring a Chatat. When you do, One of the Mitzvot of Hashem that you shouldn't, that he said you shouldn't do. So the Gemara explains. You have to do the whole thing. Not if you do half the thing. And therefore, if you're doing with somebody else, you didn't do the whole thing. Ketzad, how does it work? Shnayim shoksim mazlek. 
Malgez, two guys holding a Malgez, okay, which is, which they use to to do uh, to make bundles. Ulugzmin or Ulugzmin. Let me see what these things are. Uh, two guys are holding a, a pitchfork, stack things, right? Or a karkar v'shoftin, or the appointed rod to make the threads and the warp. Or bekulmis, two guys holding a pen to write with. Bekanev, two guys carrying a reed to take it out to burn. You might think, you two guys in Michayah for doing these melachot together. When you do it, how says if you do the whole thing? But not a guy who only does part of it. Or if they're carrying a huge cake of figs, which it takes two people to hold, they carry the two guys carrying a plank. It always takes two guys to hold the plank. Take it out. Says, if one guy can't take it himself, two guys take it out. Good. That is Rabbi Uda. So Uda says it depends. Rabbi Shimon says no. Rabbi Shimon says, Even though they can't take it out themselves, two guys take it out, patur, they're still patur. Which means even if they need both people, why? Like that's what it says One guy does one guy, two guys do it the patur, and he holds you always patur when two guys do it. Okay? But my kemifligi, what are they arguing about? Why why does one say basuta tells you only if they don't can't do it separately, and the other guy says even if they can? Says my kemifligi, they're arguing about the following pasuk. Pay close attention. Pasuk says the following: The imnefesh achat techta bishkaga. If a person, if one soul sins by accident, me'ama aritz from the people of the land, ba'asotah achat mitzvot Hashem asherot ha'asena. When he does one of the mitzvot Hashem asherot ha'asena, this is the pasuk that we're going to focus on. Okay. Rabbi Shimon Savar tlata miut aktivi. According to Rabbi Shimon, and I remember what, what Rabbi Shimon was saying, <coughs> we had said before, Rabbi Shimon is of the opinion that you're always patur. Now, why does he say you're always patur? Because he has the most miutim. He says there's three miutim. Rabbi Shimon Sabad, Talata There's three exemptions mentioned in the Pasuk. What are they? Nefesh techta. If a soul sins, if one soul sins, when he does a sin, he sins. Since all three of those, according to Rabbi Meir, sorry, according to Rabbi Shimon, all three of those are mutim. What are they coming to include? One of them is one is the case, like we had in the first Mishnah, where one guy does the Akidah and the other guy does the Hanakha, tell you the Patur. That's what one of the of the miutims were. The miutim comes to exclude. The second one comes to exclude a case where both guys can carry it on their own and they carry it together like everyone agrees to. And the other ones come to exclude a case where both guys are able to carry it 
The both guys are not able to carry it alone, and still they're patur because they're doing it together. This is Rabbi Shimon, who holds that your patur, even if both guys couldn't do it alone, since he has three miutim, one for Akira and Anacha, the second one for two guys who are able to do it alone and they do it together, and the second one, the third one for two guys who could not do it alone and still they're patur. Good. Rabbi Yudah. Or Rabbi Yudah, who says, Yechayav, when everyone can't do it alone, how does he get out of these things? He says the following. One of them is coming to exclude, again, Akira and Hanacha, if they don't do both of them, Yipatur. One's coming to exclude a case where both guys could have done it on their own and they get to do it together, that Yipatur, in that case. And the other one's coming to exclude if Betin told the guy to do it. So he doesn't use that last one. The third one, which Rabbi Shimon used to teach you that even if I could, even if I couldn't have done it on my own, it's a huge plank, and I couldn't have carried it on my own. He says, the third one's coming to tell you that still, you're still Batur. No, he doesn't use it for that. He uses it to teach you. The fourth one, he uses it to teach you that what happens if you went to a rabbi or you went to a Betin and you asked him, could I do this, Malachah? And they told you, yes, you could do it. And really, they were wrong. They were, that's what it's coming to exclude. That in that case, you don't bring a chatat. The betin takes care of it. And the, that, that was, according to him, that's what you use the third one for. And that's why he says the case where the both guys can carry the plank, he says, you would be patur, you would be chayav in that case. Because there's no miut for that. He's using miut for the betin case. But the Rishabon, what about the strictest one? The Rishabon is the strictest one. He says, right, the following. He said, Yachid behorat betin chayav. He says, number one, a person who does it when betin tells you to do it, you're still chayav. Okay? And that's why Rabbi Shimon, I'm sorry, Rabbi Shimon, the first one who had, who, who used the three for the plank and the, and the regular loaf of bread and the, and the akira hanacha, the reason why he doesn't need one for this one that Rabbi does is because he saw you that you chayav, even if Betin told you still chayav, so he doesn't need an exclusion for that. Rabbi Meir, what about the strictest one, Rabbi Meir? I'm sorry. What does he say? He says, no, I don't have three. We only have two. Miktiv, nefesh techta, achat techta, basuta techta. If you look at it doesn't say three times. Nefesh techta, achat techta, basuta techta. Rather, it says, tre meutik tivi. There's only two. Now, which are the two? It seems like he's saying nefesh, nefesh and asota, nefesh tekta and asota tekta. So the trei miutik There's only two. One is to teach you the, the regular rule that one guy has to do the akira, the picking up, and the same guy has to do the putting down to be chayav korban. And the second one is going to exclude a guy who does it if betin tells him. But this two people who do it. But B, Meir does not agree with that at all. Okay. Amar Mor, we said before, we said in the Mishnah earlier, if one guy can carry it and the other guy can't carry it, which means we have an, we have an item that one guy is able to carry and the other guy is not able to carry, everyone agrees he chayav. Ask the Gemara, which one is chayav? Amar Chasta, Chasta says, Zeshiachol, the guy who's able to carry up himself, he's the one who's Chayav. 
Kavid. If you're talking about the guy who couldn't carry himself, then what do you do? He didn't do a whole malacha. He couldn't even do it if he wanted to. How would you make a guy chayav? So let's give a case. You have a guy who's carrying, you have two guys carrying a plank. One guy is able to carry the whole plank himself. He's a strong guy. I put it on the shoulder, he can carry it. Easy with two, but he can carry it by himself. We'll call that guy Reuben. And Shimon, the, well, let's make Shimon the strong one. Shimon was always the strong one. So Shimon's able to carry it on his shoulder by himself, but he appreciate Reuben's help. Reuben cannot carry it by himself. Now they both carry it. The Mishnah says, everyone agrees, Chayav. Everyone agrees, who's Chayav? Shimon the strong guy or Reuben the weak guy? Says the Gemara, everyone agrees that the guy who's Chayav is Shimon the strong guy. Why Shimon the strong guy? Says the Gemara, I'll tell you why. Because... If it's Reuben, the weak guy, my Khabib, what did he do wrong? He could have done the whole thing himself anyway. told him, Maybe he's Chayab because he's helping. When you help something, helping doesn't mean anything. You can't be Chayab for just helping. You have to be able to do, you have to be doing a Malachah, not just helping with a Malachah. And since Reuven is not able to do it, he's only able to help, therefore he's going to be patur, says Rav Chista. Now, we're going to bring a few proofs to this rule of Messiah and Bomamash, that helping is not going to be chayav on your own. But we're bringing proofs from other related cases. Says the Gemara, I'm Rav Zud Mishmei Rav Zud says the name of Rav, the following statement. We can prove it from another case of the case of the Zav. Now, we know what a Zav is. A Zav is somebody who has an emission come out of him that makes him Tameh. And if not only is he Tameh, but anything that he lies down on becomes Tameh. So you have a case of a Zav who's Tameh, and he's lying down on something, and we won't know if that thing became Tameh. The guy was sitting on a bed. The Zav is sitting on a bed. And there's four talets under each leg of the bed. I guess they wanted to boost up the, talet, the, the bed. So they put four different blankets or four different garments under the four legs. So we want to know, are those four garments now? Since the bed cannot last with only three legs, so that means all four legs are necessary. And then, therefore, the talet under each of the legs is going to be tamet. The Bishimon says that it's still tahor. Why is he all that? Well, let's see. But if the guy is going on an animal, and under the four legs of the animal are four talets also. So the zav is on the animal, and there's four talets under the four, let's say, camel's legs. Because an animal could, could stand on three legs. He could pick up a leg for a while. And therefore, the, each leg is not so important. And therefore, since each leg is not so important, so therefore, each and every talet becomes tahor because... None of the four legs are necessary. Whereas by the bed, all four legs are necessary for it to stand. A, a, a camel is able to balance itself better than a bed. Why should it be tahor? 
Why is it tahor in the case of the three-legged animal, the animal with the four legs who could stand on three? Obviously, because even though all three legs are misayaya, all four legs are helping, but helping is not enough. Oh, so we have a proof that helping is not enough to make the zav transfer his tum'ah to the taletot. So too, the in, in our case over here, where we have two guys helping and one guy is not able to carry, he also should be patur. Amar Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda explains, I saw your hand up, Harry, that's good. You got, you got it? Amar Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, Really, I can tell you that helping is a problem and you do have to bring a korban. Over here it's different because when an animal walks, you could lift a full animal off the ground. It's not like it's also helping. It's completely not lift. lift. You, could, you don't even need the, all four to help. There's a difference between an animal that could completely stand on three legs and a case of helping when you're using socks. You want to say it's different? Let it be like the case of a Zav who was rolling over when he sleeps. Didn't we learn the Mishnah and Zavim? If you have a Zav who's lying on five benches altogether, or he's lying on five money belts, the Orkan, if he's lying across all of, the, all of them lengthwise, he's lying across their width, because no one was, if, they, if you lie across the width, none of them are ever fully supporting his weight. Mara says, but Yashin, if he's sleeping on them, we're not sure. Maybe he rolled over onto one of them. To me, they're all because maybe he lied lengthwise on one of them because he slept. Now, even though we're not sure, still we say So too, in the case of the taletot, even though we don't know if the animal stepped on them, still they should all be tameh. and Obviously, it's because misayeh and bomamash. That should be the reason so it's a proof to Chista. Okay, so we're taking that as proof number one to Chista. Now the Gemara will go to another totally different case for a proof to Chista. Amra Papi Mishmei We also learned in the following Mishnah. Turn to Tav Tzadi Gimel Bet. Yosi says, Hasus al Yadav. A horse could pass Tumah through its front legs, and the donkey by the back legs. Because the horse is mainly leaning on the front legs, and the chamor mainly leans on the back legs. Why do we say that the back legs of the horse or the front legs of the donkey don't make tumah, only the other ones? What do you mean? They're definitely helping, right? When you have an animal, it has four legs. I understand that the main legs are the front of the horse, and the main legs of the donkey are the back. But the other ones, the front ones of the donkey and the back ones of the horse, they're not doing the main stuff, but they're helping. So it should be that what's under them should be 
Tameh for helping. And the fact that they're Tahor shows the Misayah in Bobamash that helping doesn't mean anything. Good. Isn't that why? Proof number three. We are talking here about a Kohen in the Beth Mikdash. Now the rules of the Kohen in the Beth Mikdash is that he has to have his feet on the floor at all times. He's not allowed to wear socks or shoes at any times. Any socks or shoes that he's wearing is a hefsek, is a chatzitza between his body and the floor of the Beit HaMikdash and a mess up the avodah. Now what happens if a Kohen is walking barefoot like he's supposed to? But one foot is on a rock. So he has one foot on the floor, Baruch Hashem, and the other, well, the other foot, Has Shalom, is on a rock. Now if it's on a rock, it ain't on the floor of the Beit HaMikdash. And that should be problematic. What happens to the thing Mishnah? One hand on a, on, a, on a utensil, the other one on the floor. Or, one foot on the, on a, on the stone, the other one on the spot. We check. If we would pull away the keli, or pull away the stone, he'd be able to stand on the other leg. Then, his is good. This is similar to what we say for the Amidah. When you're leaning on something, we say, if you pull away the thing you're leaning on and you're still able to stand, you're not called sitting, you're standing. Here too, if the Kohen is mainly leaning on one foot, and the other foot is just touching on a rock or touching on a keli, he's going to be okay. His Amidah is okay because his main thing is on the one foot. You're still helping it. You're still, uh, you're still balancing yourself with the other one. Obviously, we say again for the third time, the Messiah helping out in Bobamash. It's not a major thing. Amar Ravina, Ravina says, and a fourth proof. We see in another brighter. It says, In general, the Kohen has to accept the blood from the Korbanot in his right hand, not his left hand. What happens if he accepted the blood into the Kelly? With his right hand, and the right hand was being supported with the left hand. What talakha over there? I was talking about kasher. Why are we saying it's kasher? What do you mean he's helping with it? How come say about that? You're helping with the left hand. You're not allowed to do that. Okay. Obviously, we see misayah in bamamash doesn't mean anything. Says the Gemara, Shma Mina. You're right. We do see from here. You're right. Misayah in bamamash. Good. With the two dots right over here on Daf Sadi Gimel Amud Bet. Okay, can we go to the Mishnah? Harry, how long have we been on for? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 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 Twenty Nine, minutes. Twenty. Forty two. minutes. Yeah. We're, okay, we're good. Let's go. Let's get. Let's get to the Mishnah. Says the Gemara. Amar Mor. We said before. If both guys are able to carry it solo and they carry it together, we said before, Mayor says he's still chayaf, even so. He asked the question, This opinion of Mayor, Mayor is the strictest one. He says two guys carrying, even 
even if everyone can carry themselves, he's a patur. So you have, according to a mayor, you have two guys carrying a chocolate bar. Each guy can easily carry the chocolate bar himself. The mayor says he's still chayav. Good? Beautiful. When we're going to make the two guys chayav for carrying that chocolate bar, how big does that chocolate bar have to be? Does it have to be the size of two grogerets? This way, each guy, it's like each guy carried one grogeret. One guy for Ruben, one, one grogeret for Shimon. Or do we say no? Even if the two guys carried one fig, it's only a shiur for one guy, we can make two korbans for one fig if two guys carry according to a mayor. We want to know. We want to clarify. Does the mayor need two figs or one fig in, of the shiur to be chayav according to him? Is that clear, Ar? More? Yes. Good. Or Dilma, maybe Shur Khalqa, maybe one's enough for everyone. Ramchister Ramuna, Machloka Ramchister Ramuna. Chad Amar Shur Zeshuz, one holds, you need two Shurim, you need two Gugert. The Chad Amar Shur Khatakulan, one says no, one Gugert is enough for both of them. Amar Papa Mashmed Rava, Papa says the name of Rava. Apana Nametinina, we could also see from a brighter what Halacha is, from the following case. Hayah Yosheva Mikdamita, if a guy, if a Zav is sitting on a bed, a lot of proofs from the Zabs over here. And you have four talets under the four legs. We said, because you can't have a bed with three legs. We should require a full shiur of the weight for this. For this talet and the full... How can you make four talets tameh with one zav? You should need four zavs to make four talets tameh. You with me, Harry, on this question? It's a clear question. Yeah, yeah, I understand. One zav gets four talets tameot. Now, he can't be leaning on all of them. How can he make four of them? Obviously, one's enough. And if so, we should go back to the Ruben and Shimon carrying even a chocolate bar of one Gogaret. They should both bring a korban according to a mayor. Good. Another proof. We learned in the bright the same thing. Let's say you have a guy who left the door open to his shed and a deer walked into the shed. Now, deer is a very valuable animal. He says, great. And he slams the door of the shed and now he's got a trapped deer that he can use for venison and for deer hide. Okay? That's no problem if he did it on Tuesday. But if he did it on Shabbat, chayav, chayav for trapping. If two guys together close the door, one guy can close it himself, but two guys close the door, we said, if one guy wasn't able to close the door on his own, and two guys push it, they both chayav. Why, when you need two guys that they both have, we should need two deers. One deer for make this guy have, the other deer for the other guy have. How could two guys be have on one deer? If we said if the two guys can't close the door on their own, then they both have. What do you mean? There's only one deer. How can you bring two korbanot? Obviously, if you could be have two korbanot for one deer, you could be have two korbanot for one chocolate bar the size of a fig. Not not the chocolate bar size of two figs, size of one fig. Proof. Amar Avina, Avina says, I got a third proof. What's my third proof? It says, 
Hashutfin Shikanvu Vatabhu Khayavim. Let's say you have two guys who together steal a sheep and they slaughter a sheep. Now, when you steal and slaughter a sheep, you have to pay five times the amount of the sheep when you're caught. So it says, if they both do it, Khayavim, they have to pay four or five times the amount. Okay? Each one should have to slaughter the whole animal. How come they both slaughter together? They should all, each one should have to do the din of slaughtering. Obviously, we hold that one shiur is enough. So, too, by the case of the chocobar, it could be the size of one gogeret. Last proof. The Amr of Ashi of Ashi says, Two guys carry out a, a, a reed that people use for weaving. They're both chayav. Why are they both chayav? They should have to take out a shiur for both of them. Obviously, one shiur is enough for both of them. Now, that last proof is not necessarily proof. Amalei Rav Acha. Maybe the reed, this weaver's reed, was big enough that it, each that that half of it is enough wood to boil an egg, which is the shiur. And then then maybe there is a, a shiur. Maybe you do need a chocolate bar that has two gogarts in it. If we're talking about just just for firewood, we should just say Why do you mention that it was a weaver's one? Obviously, it's we want to show you that the 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 reed, the, the stick was only big enough for one for one. Maybe it was big enough that you could weave for one towel for this guy and one towel for the next person. Right, you can't prove anything with this. Last thing. Tani Tana Kameder of Nachman. A Tana, quote, Tana we said before is a Amura whose job it is to quote the Brightos. Said the following Tana in front of Nachman. Said the following Bright in front of Nachman. Shnayim Shutsiu Kanesha Gradi, two guys carry out a weaver's reed between their patur. Now that's the opposite. Rishimon was always Kapilaya. What are you talking about? This is going the wrong way. Shimon always says Yepatur when you do it together. Switch it to they both Chayav and Rishimon Poter, and then it fits very, very good. Baruch Adonai Le'Olam. Amen, Amen. Chazak, Baruch, everybody. Rabbi. Yes. Yes, Mark. What's that question? The second and the third proof, Rabbi. I don't understand why we say that that they're, they're, we could use them for the proof of the chocolate bar over there. You need two people to actually do it with the chocolate bar. One person could carry the chocolate bar alone. To lock the door, you need both people. Why are they both chayav? Excellent, excellent question, Mark. It's a very, very good question. So the answer is as follows: This whole, all these things were questions only in the shita of. Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir is the, of the opinion that we don't we don't take into account at all whether or not you're able or not able to carry. You would be chayav even if both guys 
are able to carry. He still says Yechayav. So according to him, it's, it's the same idea. So now, even though the other Mishnah says if both guys could close the door, that wasn't written by Reb Shimon himself. Because obviously Reb Shimon wouldn't care if both guys could hold the door. But we're bringing a proof from that Tana that the same way that if a guy, if, if you hold, it makes a difference. That whether or not two guys could hold it. The two guys who push it can be chayav on one svi, so to an mayor who says it doesn't make a difference if guys can do it, he'll also say that two guys can be chayav on one gogeret of the chocobar. Is that clear? So he's saying whether you need two people, whether you need one person to do the act, you're still chayav even if two people do it. Remeir is of the opinion, even if, yes, Remeir is the strictest of the opinions. He says two are always chayav. Two, two guys who do it, is no, two guys, according to Mary, there's no such thing as Shnaim Shasua. He doesn't believe in that at all. He, like we said, he doesn't have the Pasuk for that. He, he, you know, according to him, there's only two Pasukim available. And no, there's no extra Pasuk to teach you, teach you that. And therefore, he's going to tell you, yeah, two, two is Chayav. But, but how many figs do you need? That we can learn from the other rabbi that just like he, the, let's say it was Rabbi Yudah who said that Mishnah, who said the two guys who did it, would be both patur, so even though, but if you'd be chayav, it would be chayav, even though they did it. So to hear also. Is that clear? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Harry, Mark, Bezat Hashem, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Stick with us. Amen. Bezat Hashem. Okay. Go to.